This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So we have returned, ladies and gentlemen. Time to get you back into great conversation as we love to do on the show. I think it's just something that uh, we do pretty darn good. Everybody puts together a nice lineup of guests and away we go with it here on the program. Kelly McDonald here, Ramya Booth, and she's at the studio in Toronto. I'm at the home studio in London, Ontario, where finally, finally, people have reported, hey, I, 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 I've seen some sun lately. Mm, you guys so seen nice. any sun in Toronto? So nice. It's so sunny. I told you I have south, yeah, I have south-facing windows, right? So I've just yeah, been in yeah. such a fantastic mood all morning before coming here because it's just streaming sunshine in here. It was waving high at us on Saturday here in London. Was it? Oh, it was nice because other people uh, that you know I've spoken to today and stuff have said, "Well, see any sun over the weekend? What the heck? Oh, <laughs> sucks. We, we've had good, and of course, though it's only for a moment. It's like the sun looks out and says." Well, I made an appearance. Now I'm off to Guelph, oh. and away it goes, right? Like, <laughs> no, let's hope for more, and... more and more and more. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. Now it's it's got that nice little January feel. I mean, I say that. Um, of course, hearts go out to those who've had any flooding to deal with, because I know with the vast amounts of rain, uh, that of course rears its head. Um, speaking of vast amounts of rain, it's time to bring Grant Hardy in here. We do this segment twice a week with him. We call it headlines. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. Of course, Vancouver was the first we heard of the river in the air, right? That's that funnel of rain that would just come across the ocean and just pour down across uh, Vancouver. Was it last year, Grant, or the year before? We No, two years ago, we first heard of this. Oh, yeah, exactly. And right now we are looking at, uh, we had about literally like a few days where it was cold and snowy, which shuts down our whole city. Um, And then now it's (laughs) very, very warm. Like I think today it's getting up to like 14 degrees or something and just pouring rain. So basically um, now there's risk of flooding, landslides, that kind of thing. So essentially the weather conditions are just all messed up. Mm. Wow. What can we wow. say, right? But you guys, of course, obviously would would rather the rain. I mean, and I say that again, touch wood for those in landslide possibility areas or flooding areas. A lot of people here that I've talked to are saying that they actually like the snow for a change. I, as well huh. as I would imagine other people in our community, maybe I personally prefer the rain just because it doesn't kind of impede your ability to walk unless like, right. you yes. get caught up in a in a landslide i don't know we'll yeah. just touch wood we'll touch wood and we'll keep touching wood how's that amuthan you've got some wood right I, there in front of you or yep, particle there board you or go. Whatever i've been called. every time <laughs> <laughs> grant where do you want to start today um, All right, folks we're starting with a new report from the canadian pediatric society that says don't let your kids play in the rain i'm joking that's not what it says um, <laughs> i think that's a little uh more like don't let Grant be out in the rain. No, it actually says that a uh, little risk can be good for kids. You know, we always hear people talking about like, oh, in the 1980s, you know, we played a much more dangerous 
way and i don't know why i'm yeah. thinking on the 1980s um but actually and you, 90s yeah i was gonna say and do i 90s. resemble that remark no, or something like that 90s. no no kelly i would have said 1970s in. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes new recommendations encourage kids to uh engage in unstructured outdoor play uh and particularly risky play so it says that type of play does vary depending on the child, but it is generally defined as thrilling and exciting free play that involves uncertain outcomes and the possibility of physical injury. So examples include play at height or speed, unsupervised, uh, sorry, supervised activities, not unsupervised, uh, involving tools such as hammers ropes and knives like whittling or building and the chance of getting lost uh they acknowledge that can be scary to introduce this type of activity into your kids lives but they say it's crucial for their mental social and physical development they do just remind parents uh to not ignore safety regulations kids of course shouldn't be left unsupervised in uh, hazardous areas nor should they be pushed outside of their comfort levels it's up to the grown-ups to be aware of hazards and keep an eye on them so there uh one of the doctors has a really good quote it's children should be kept as safe as necessary during play not as safe as possible uh, uh interesting okay well and then kind there's of... grant i understand there was the scarborough version of that article which taught about kids being unsupervised during knife fights as they yeah. learn to handle knives also we don't know what safe as necessary play. means like that's uh, just that's not right. a thing safe high flying <laughs> jumping from rooftop to rooftop creating tire <laughs> swings yeah. out of nothing at all yep yeah, yeah. there's that yeah, version yeah. maybe we should put that aside now <laughs> okay. that was the other exactly. article I, I would imagine, yes, exactly, move on before we get in trouble. I would imagine that this actually a, applies a lot to people in our community because I can't, you know, remember how many times, you know, how often I've maybe been in a playground, you know, the kid, a kid, like a able-bodied kid is, you know, walking around, maybe step somewhere where they don't even like realize that there's a gap in the platform and boom, they're injured or they're riding a bike, they fall, you know, they get a bruise, no big deal. We'll just kind of pick it up the next day, whatever it is. But often people are, are very wary of letting people in the disability community get those same bumps and bruises. Uh, I'm very lucky that at least as a young child and into early adolescence you know i played on the playground even took a hand at riding the bike with supervision mm. did some other stuff and you know i got a few bumps and bruises here and there just like any other kid uh but and, I, and are you glad for that grant in in where you are now when you look back at it that well, does it make a difference because, because i think it sounds sort of crude for a lay person to say this so I'm, I'm glad i read an article about it but i feel like that's a normal part of childhood i mean it's a normal exactly. part of adulthood so if you don't let kids kind of experience those types of circumstances where they have to sort of learn their coordination learn how to deal with you know adversity kind of learn like okay this is a little bit like cause a little bit of pain i'm not going to engage in this next time like i don't know it just feels very from a lay perspective very normal how about you guys mm, mm. I, I always wonder do people 
feel kids watch too much TV now? Does this come from something like that? And people actually lose perspective that, yeah, you do this, it hurts to break your arm or it hurts to engage, you know, the, so you start what learning this is even by that on play. TV anymore. Like, I, I, well, I think no, about... No. I, I think TV misleads because, like you said, you were able to go out and find out what it was like to fall from a height and and, and decide it how scraped so up you were normal. willing to be. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you said, oh, no, that's too high for me, or, hey, man, a fall here, you, you started to learn how hand quicker so that you wouldn't do something, feet quicker, so you wouldn't fall and hurt yourself. But the only way to learn that is to have tripped and tangled up in your feet and yeah. fallen and and everybody say, ah, shut up. You only fell four feet. Not at all. <laughs> only four feet. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I mean, part of it is that supervision aspect, too, because, you know, if you're around adults who are always telling you, careful, 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 or, like, wouldn't let you uh, have risky play, then you have kids like us who did it anyways and we do it behind our parents back or you have kids who are like very terrified now because the adults were always you know cautioning you right so there's that aspect of it and then the other thing is what you said about tv because I, I remember watching so much tv where and even books where kids were doing the same kind of stuff that we did they were going out mm -hmm. they were getting hurt they were building tree houses they were you know just being um like crafty with their play and all this other stuff. Whereas now I don't know, and I don't want to say there isn't, but I don't know if there is. Uh, for example, when I think of books like It by Stephen King or To Kill a Mockingbird, like you, you just saw that it was part of the writing. Kids were out and about and playing and doing things that that weren't necessarily safe or uh, would qualify as risky play. And a lot of it was unsupervised. But do people oh. have influence? <laughs> do kids have influences like that now? Like, I, I'm I, not I, sure. I have to believe some people have some, right? Like, I mean, but you know, like, I'm sure there's people that go more. out and play in the woods and stuff like that if they have them and climb trees or fall down. Yeah. But we but are, are so worried about... are you getting about... that influence from your pop culture? I doubt it. Like, I highly doubt I it. Too. I think the conversations think... in 2023, 2024 well, are, are way beyond different. It, right? way, yeah, like, it's more it's, about it's like safety it's and caution. And, you know, a yeah, lot of, a lot of kids games. are video games. Exactly. Screen Everything time. is what people associate with. A lot of people don't associate anymore with running, getting dirty, playing in trees, oh building trees. That's boring. Build right. a tree using your computer. And community Here. living. Mm -hmm. Like I talked about this I last week when this came up where, you know, a lot of us had kids our age to run around outside with. So if you weren't getting influenced by TV or your parents or whatever, there was just enough kids going around and doing this kind of stuff. Whereas now... I think it's a lot more isolated. We we mimic exactly. TV a lot too, right? We would play the characters we saw on TV. Oh, for and sure. They were, they were action characters, so you did yeah. do the risky things that as yeah. much as you could, you know, maybe you couldn't land on a roof like Superman, but you could land <laughs> on something that was high enough that you could climb up to and go, look, Superman! Oh, jeez, yeah. he missed. Yeah, you know, you, exactly. could, you could get yourself into that trouble. But I think, Grant, for me, uh, going back to what you said about disabled people, my parents didn't know a lot of disabled parents, or disabled parents, parents of disabled children. Mm -hmm. So when they did start to meet some, and I was already doing a lot of things, because I followed along, did everything, rode my bike, climbed trees, did everything my, my other friends did, because in my head there was no reason why I shouldn't. Right. I was aware of my vision, so were my friends, but they would say, hey, up ahead's a hole, or up ahead's, yeah. so we're going to have to turn up. They just automatically, because they knew he can't see, but my parents were told, let him do all those things. Yeah, well, what's, what, well, my mom would, well, what if he gets hurt? And my father's favorite saying, especially when people would say, what are you doing letting that kid climb trees? Am I, he might fall out of the tree. My father's favorite term was, yeah, but guess what? He'll stop at the ground. <laughs> and it made so much sense because it was true. It was, sure, I might be hurt, but... Yeah. 
I'm not going anywhere else. And it's the same things they did. I think we've lost a lot of that connection as, unfortunately, a lot of kids today's parents didn't do that stuff or have no. the opportunity. I'm not saying they didn't want to. They just may not have had the opportunity or the interest. It was, ah, it's boring to go out and just ride around the complex when I can sit here and play a battle game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that the world, you know, understandably has lost a little bit of innocence, which is fair. And I don't think anyone would ever advocate for, you know, unsupervised play necessarily. Especially with tools, ways. right? Exactly. But yeah. I, you know, I certainly remember, I certainly remember a lot of uh, times where, you know, we'd be playing at a playground, my, like my mom would be getting these looks from other parents, like, how can you, you know, let your child yeah. going to get hurt on the structure, and then their child would get hurt instead. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really one of these situations uh, where I think, um, you know, just I think you learned a toughness, Grant, you got used to the fact and you learned very quickly that all the sand you'd eat. And adventure and resilience, like there's exactly. just so much that we get just from doing this stuff kind of non-scheduled right like we weren't yes. really scheduling playtime we just always wanted to be out when we were kids and i'm not necessarily advocating that but i'm saying that there's something about the shift in that that kind of makes me worried um because we we now you know like are offering advice like please go out and enjoy some risky play or parents please advocate some of this stuff or you know don't pull your kids back from learning these things or your kid to climb a tree and wait for them to fall no <laughs> yeah. no no one's advocating yeah. that yeah yeah no. yeah mm -hmm. but but, it, it, but you do learn a sense of reasoning a child up i mean when i was up in the tree for some funny reason I didn't want to fall, mm. so I learned how not to fall. I think it's what, uh, Grant, it was you who said it. Like, these are things that come up in adult life, and sadly, the older we get, the more fearful we get anyway. So if we don't have a lot of these experiences when we were younger that kind of build this part of us, if you will, uh, are we really expected to learn it at that same rigor now? I really doubt That's it. it. Yeah, it's a funny thing because it is really necessary, I feel, um, to a degree. But I also remember running around with hammers and stuff like that that I don't necessarily oh, yeah, advocate we were, and didn't we even unsafe. then. But, yeah. you know, but we were taught how to use it. And when we said, Dad, can I borrow? Yeah, like, don't lose it. That was the biggest don't thing. Lose it. It. Don't hit your buddy. Don't even ask don't, any follow-up don't lose questions. It. You know, never mind. Just and and you know and don't hit each other with it. You know, yeah. Don't nail and don't nail and ha ha. Yeah, we borrowed ha, a lot nail, of stuff without don't our nail parents your hand knowing. To the table. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Grant. Thanks, guys. Grant Hardy, reporter and producer on our program, joins us Monday and Wednesdays when we talk headlines. So look for him on Wednesday's program. Up next. We speak with comedian Ryan Lanchitz about AMI's all-access comedy special that, of course, he's on, and we'll get all the details from him after this. Like a pronouncer for on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.